Hold on, hold on, I'm coming, I'm coming. There you are. Hello? Hey, Rich. Hey, Josh, how are you? I'm good, man. Remember I told you about that podcast library that we're looking to build? Yeah, 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 I remember. And I appreciate it, by the way. Thank you so much for all the input you've given us on it. We're really close to finally taking it out to market, and we're really excited about it. And we're trying to come up with some kind of creative ways to share it with everyone. And so I started kind of noodling it and thought maybe the best way to do that is to have you do a podcast on how to make a great podcast. Why me? Obviously, you've always been a, an incredible resource for us. We really can't find anybody. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah I was like, you're the, you're the, the answer. Name on the list. In all seriousness, though, you've uh, been an unbelievable resource to us, and certainly with your experience being in the podcast business now for several years. Honestly, I can't think of anyone that uh, knows more about it uh, than you. And that's how all this began. It was a cool idea, a random phone call, and we are off to the races. Welcome, my friend, to the very first episode of the Podcaster's Playbook. This is a place where podcasting folks like you can come to to get just about everything you need to start your podcast, or if you're already doing a podcast, to bring it to the next level. It's a five-episode series that'll talk about everything from the basics of starting and building your very first podcast to marketing and monetizing the podcast you've got now. And to get you the information you need from as many diverse sources as possible, we're going to be tapping into the creative juices of people who've been working in the industry for a while for big companies and independents. As for me, my name is Rich Burner, and I have spent my entire life creating audio. It started when I was about 10, and my mom got me my very own handheld cassette recorder. Of course, she didn't realize what she had just done. I drove her crazy recording things day and night. I'm going to go to the people on the street. Pro interviews about double pew anti-deodorant. That blossomed into minor altercations with the FCC thanks to a pirate radio station I was part of in high school. And then again at WSJU in St. John's when we decided to string the wire over the baseball field so people could hear us further away. Oh, tomorrow is really cruddy, cruddy, cruddy. Cloudy, drizzly, windy, and chilly. Dopey, duck, and grumpy also. Apologies to anybody who had that thrust upon them at that time. And I was young and I was ambitious and I was determined to work in radio, which I did for 18 years, 16 of which were at FM talk stations, which basically are just extended podcasts. In 2009, I left that world and entered the uncharted new world of digital audio, which at the time I thought meant, hey, no boundaries, no rules. And I quickly learned that it just meant there are different boundaries. And the golden rule is your content better be pretty damn good or no one is going to ever listen to it. Hello. So here we are, eight years later, and I am going to share with you everything I learned along the way. But I'm not going to be doing this alone. All right, I, I will do this for you, but on, on three conditions, okay? Number one is I can have fun and do it the way I think is best. That's how we want it. Okay, number two is no BS. It's not an infomercial. It's a podcast about doing great podcasts, and you guys are the wonderful benefactors who bring it to the world. Yes. Number three is I'd like to collaborate with my daughter, who you know I brag about all the time since she was working over at Slate on all the podcasts and whatnot. She's dead center of the millennial target and, and really bright. You know, I hadn't even thought about your daughter. I think that's a phenomenal idea. I'd be all about that. Masa? Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Absolutely. You see, like me, despite all my warnings, Shannon works in the industry because she's passionate about it. She's good at it. Actually, I've been dragging her into my home studio since she was little. I am Shannon Burner, and this is my favorite song, Say La Vie by Bewitched. 
And obviously, she enjoyed doing it because Shannon went on to run her college radio station in Oregon, and she worked at a few FM radio stations while she was there. She started her own fitness review podcast in New York and honed her skills working on branded content at Slate. So while I was at Slate Panoply, I worked on a variety of custom shows for a variety of different sponsors, everything from financial to insurance to music companies that you've heard of, a whole lot of different clients that all want to be in the podcasting world. Since then, I have moved on to a new publisher, and I am working on their branded content shows as well as their editorial shows, which we just released. Now, that's an impressive list for such a short time, too, which means that Shannon knows a thing or two about making podcasts. Making them, creating them, editing them, selling them to companies so they can make their own. There's a lot of different ways that you can get involved in podcasting. You know, podcasting is also so much of a one-man band kind of show or one-woman band kind of show because you need to know everything from beginning to end. It's not just creating great content. It's not just even selling the content. It's not just even how to post the content or create your site digitally. You have to know everything. That's very true. You have to understand how it's going to work in context. You need to know how to make the audio better for the listener, how you can post it so they can access it easily. And it's a very collaborative process, but you can do it on your own. It's great to have a team and great to have resources, but it is something that you can one man. Podcasting right now is the hot ticket in the industry, right? There's not there's not a single agency with big stars, small stars, medium stars, a single person sitting there, a single radio person, a single person anywhere that's not sitting there going, wow, I need to get into this podcasting because it's the hot ticket. Everybody wants into the game. Literally everyone. I work in marketing, I work in branded content, and every client will come to us and say, oh, you know, podcasting, tell us what you can do with that. Even if they have no idea what it is or how to go about it, they want in. They want to be a part of it. And the reason is the numbers. It's the listening numbers, the audience size numbers, and the revenue numbers combined over the last, let's say, I've been podcasting full time uh, for six years now. And six years ago, it was really the wild, wild west. The numbers were small. Of course, there were a couple of million podcasts out there. It's fine, but most of them made no money. Most of them had an average of seven listeners. There weren't the big-time podcasts, and then they started to roll in. Most of them were comedians who wanted to promote their stand-up tours, and they stumbled into success. And from there, we jumped into people who wanted to get in and actually put together well-produced scripted content and branded content, and it's just snowballed from that point. In 2014, after Serial, Apple added the podcast app to your phone automatically, and it just sent a whole new wave of podcasters into the medium. Game changer. Absolute game changer. Now, if you're listening to this, you're already aware that podcasting is a big deal. It's a big thing, and you want to do it. Do it well, start it, do it better. Whatever you want to do with a podcast, you want to jump in and be part of this. But before we get into the nitty gritty of how to do things better, let's just share some of the numbers because you really need to know the specifics of how big this growth curve is. Podcasting is growing. Edison did a study, and this is the latest one. They found that monthly listeners grew from 24% of Americans 12 and up to 26% year over year podcasting's share of ear has doubled in four years. According to the most recent IAB information, U.S. podcast advertising revenue is expected to grow more than 110% by 2020. Two, 
$659 million. That's a big number, especially compared to where it was a few years ago. Reported revenues between surveyed companies increased 275% between 2015 and 2017. There's revenue for the brands that are advertising in this space as well. Listeners are very loyal to their shows and to their hosts, and they've actually found that two-thirds of listeners will take some sort of action because of a podcast host read. There's a lot of revenue. But don't worry, we'll get to that in a later episode. Yeah, this is an entire, we're going to call this like a master class for podcasting. It's not just for beginners and it's not just for people who are doing podcasts but want to make more money. We're, we're going to include material in here for everyone. If you are listening and you've been doing a podcast for five years already, there'll be bits and pieces in here and material you can use to make your show better and to make more money. And if you have not started your podcast yet... Well, then strap in and get ready because this is going to be the lesson from beginning to end. But this episode is kind of an overview of the whole thing. It's kind of an introduction to who we are and what our mission is, which we just described to you. But the most important thing of all is that if you're going to do a podcast, that you have a great idea and you have passion and you're going to commit the time and energy to doing it. Yeah, and you have to remember that your podcast has to come from your background What story are you uniquely positioned to tell? Not everyone will relate. It's not going to resonate with everyone, but you need to make sure that it's your passion and something you want to spend your time on. And there's podcasts of all types. There's podcasts that are just purely for entertainment. There are podcasts that are purely for community feeling. There are podcasts that are news-based, that are sports-based. Whatever you want to do, there are great podcasts out there. Uh, myself, I subscribe to about 15 different ones, and that 15, that list of 15 changes every six months. There's, uh, there's a handful, three, four that are, are always in there, and I change them around. I like to keep fresh new material coming in so I can keep hearing what's coming, what's, what they're developing, chances people are taking. And sometimes I'll even listen to one that I might not think is that good just to hear what they do with it and how they progress and where they get to so I can kind of learn too. Well, and there are podcasts out there that have great storylines, but maybe not the best editing. Or, you know, it could be a really well-produced show with money behind it and a huge team, but maybe the story just isn't there or isn't interesting to you. In June of 2018, Apple confirmed at the Worldwide Developers Conference that there are over 550,000 shows well, obviously, out there. there are podcasts and there are about a variety about of podcasts. topics. There's a show for if you live in or want to live in the desert. There are pet podcasts for pets, not their owners, for pets. And there are kid podcasts designed for kids, but some of them also keep the adults in mind. I was afraid you were going to say not their owners there, but that's okay. <laughs> There are also physical therapy podcasts. There are meditation sessions. There are the typical how-to, you know, audio YouTube, how to fix things, how to do things, how to write things. There are audio books that are brought to life. You can get tax tips as your podcast. How exciting. Or if you're like me and you like to be spooked out year-round, there are ghost story podcasts. And of course, this one jumps right out and it's crazy that it exists, but it's necessary. It's called the Sleep With Me podcast, where someone reads a book as monotonously as humanly possible, hoping that you fall asleep in as few pages as possible. The goal is literally for you to fall asleep without finishing an episode. 
Now, when it comes to the monetization episode we do, I am not sure that that one is going to be the best example. And as Shannon mentioned before, she's worked with some big projects doing this big money behind it. And I've worked with big names helping create podcasts. Some have been great podcasts. Some have been less than great podcasts. It's just a matter of you have to have all your ducks in a row. You really have to be passionate about it. You really have to know your topic. It has to be so in your wheelhouse that you would do it for free if you could do it for free. You just do it. Hey, you know what? Some of us do our sideshows for free, so... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know I'm not going to disagree with you because I had a podcast for three years from the back bedroom that didn't make a dime. It was a lot of fun, but it didn't make a dime. Well, and part of that was because you loved what you were talking about. You loved the idea behind it, and that's what you need first and foremost. Absolutely. The most important thing is the idea. For months and months, I noticed that I was having all these great conversations with my Uber or Lyft driver. And so it kind of dawned on me that there was this unusual renewable resource that was being left out on roadways every day, and that is conversation. Anthony Ponce's story is is pretty interesting. He was a TV reporter for a major Chicago news station until the day he quit when he came up with his idea. Well, I think Backseat Rider is hopefully an antidote to the barrage of negative news stories that we have in today's journalistic environment. I think people are curious about other people. And so I pick a topic or a theme to explore each week. And whoever ends up in the backseat of my car becomes the cast of the show. How would we describe our show in maybe one to two sentences? I would say our show by the book is a reality show meets a self-help book club. I wanted to talk to Kristen and Jolenta because during my time at Slate, Kristen was a great mentor and she's a wonderful human being. And I really think that their idea is fascinating and unique. This was totally your idea a couple of years ago. And when you first came up with it and invited me along, I was very excited. Tell us how you came up with that idea. I have trouble holding down real jobs for real life people. (laughs) And I'm a comedian. I'm angsty. I feel like my life is always falling apart. So I thought, what if I just lived by different self-help books? And I didn't want to do it alone. So I asked my friend Kristen to join me because she is good at being adult and well-adjusted and having a real job. So I thought she would help balance me out. And she is, maybe? I think she is helping me. Or she's proving to not be as balanced as you thought she was. A bit of both. A bit of both. (laughs) I'm a believer that if somebody is doing something that you want to do, copy them. That's MMA superstar Chael Sonnen, who reached out to me back in 2014 to help him start his podcast. You know, the idea he borrowed? Well, it turns out Chael borrowed the original idea, but he had a much grander vision of what he wanted to do. I found a guy that influenced me, and I studied a show. I studied a show, and I was like, why, why do I like this so much? And I noticed some of the stuff that he was doing that he was kind of giving uh, what we call in the podcast world an experience. He wasn't focused on anything, one thing specific. Sometimes he was even breaking down what he ordered for dinner the night before and whether he liked it or he didn't. But it gave me, from a psychological standpoint, 
an insight into this guy's life who I thought was an interesting guy. And that's kind of what led me into my show. We also asked them what they tell other podcasters to seriously take into consideration. Here's Anthony Ponce. It's got to be an idea that stands out. It's got to be unique. One rule of thumb could be, what would you and the 100 people that you surround yourself with, what would they listen to? Ask yourself, what would your best friends and closest family members want to hear? And use that as a guideline. Here are Kristen and Jolenta. I would say just look at your life. Oh, that's That's what I did. I found where I was lacking and I decided I was going to fix it with a podcast. I would say if you're like me, choose somebody you love to co-host with you because it's really hard to stay motivated to do it week after week all by yourself. And what you want to do is have an idea you love and a person you love to do it with so you can't lose motivation. If you want to keep going and going and going, as hopefully our show will, Mm -hmm. uh, it can be harder if you're doing it alone. And it can be harder if you're doing it with something that's not a really fun topic. Right, that you're not excited about every day. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And some wisdom from Chael Sonnen. I do believe in having a specific market. Don't think you're going to go out there and create something that's for everyone. People always love to say that. Well, who's your market? Everyone. Oh, really? A a, a 93-year-old woman on her deathbed, is she your market? Well, no, not her. Well, okay. Well, then everybody's not your market. So who is your market? I do believe in that. For me, it was was largely uh, MMA and professional wrestling from an influence of capturing somebody and evoking an emotion. So I think the real beauty of podcasting is there aren't any limits to how you can use it, just as long as you do it with the listener in mind. But there are a lot of ways that it can be used that either haven't been thought of yet or just haven't been utilized. So how can you make podcasting more immersive? What can you do to grow the medium? We want you to have the tools, and these are the tools, as we know from our experience, that doesn't mean they're the only tools, and it doesn't mean they're, you know, they're 100% right for you. Well, and as you put your show out, you're always going to be learning. You're going to learn each and every episode, so it helps to have a community and to hear from other producers and other podcasters what they do so that you can learn and move your show forward. We're not here to judge anybody. We're not here to say we're better than or we're the, the only experts or the, the smartest people in the podcasting world. We just have a boatload of experience and, and we've done well. So we wanted to share it with people. We want to help everyone else not have to go through the same mistake-laden process that we had to go through over the years. If you can skip some of those, you'll find new ones on your own. We do all the time. Well, plus, and I know I got this from you, so you have it too, but I will not make a decision until I have researched every single possible factor that goes into it. And that goes for podcasting as well. Absolutely. Preparation, research. Yeah, there are a few people on the planet. uh, They are gifted that they could sit down in front of a microphone and do 23 episodes of a podcast. Uh, These are the same people that could do 20 minutes in front of an open refrigerator at two in the morning. Okay, you know them. You probably have a friend who's like that, or you might be one of them. Uh, God bless you, all of you. Most folks need preparation. They need detail. They need research. And that's from building the podcast, marketing the podcast, and actually doing the show. You can wing it if you want, but we're here to get you through it if you want some assistance in your winging. We've got five episodes to put it all together and give you the tools you need to build a podcast you're really proud of and hopefully makes you a little money along the way. 
Thanks to Anthony Ponce, whose podcast from the road is called Backseat Writer. Kristen and Jolenta for talking to us about their podcast, By the Book. And Chael Sonnen, who talks MMA Wednesday, Thursdays, and Friday with his You're Welcome podcast. On the next episode, we're going to deep dive into the fundamentals. It's the game plan of what you need to know and what's absolutely necessary to begin a podcast. This is not just for newbies. It's for everyone. You can improve your show no matter who you are, how many listeners you have, or what equipment you're using. You can always step up your game. Talk to you then. The Podcaster's Playbook is brought to you by Benstown Branding and Podcast Services. Go to Benstown.com to find out more.